this is the Lonely Hearts Club, episode 11. Or maybe you might want to think of it as season 2, episode 1. I don't know. Times are changing. The show hasn't changed much, though. I'll tell you that much. We still we read letters from people, people such as yourself. And if you want to write me a letter, it's uh, K... What is it? LonelyHeartsClub at kxci.org.org. The show is produced at KXCI Studios in Tucson, Arizona. My name is Bridget Thumb. Happy to be here. Hi, Nick. Hi. How's it going? Hi, great. Thanks. Are, are you having a wonderful day? I actually am. I got to um, sit in on your morning brew for Jim this morning, and it was thrilling. Isn't it great? It was really great. I mean, it's like, how do you start the day? What's the most perfect way to start the day? I think the most perfect way to start the day is to slap yourself as hard as you can and then throw cold water on your face and then run screaming with your hair on fire around the garden and then come in and do your morning brew. You know what I like to do when my hair is on fire and I'm screaming around the garden? What? I like to take the hose and I like to stick my thumb over the top of the oh. of the hose and I like to make a fan spray. Yeah. And you do a fan spray and the sunshine is at that right angle oh. so that the fan spray is like it's like golden lighting up the rainbow. Commercial. Yeah, you're in an orange juice commercial. You are the orange juice you commercial. You are the orange juice. Okay. <laughs> what says morning like an orange? Nothing it's like, says it's like morning. sunshine wrapped up. Wrapped up in a pockmarked fruit. What do you think is the most popular fruit? I would have to say apple. Don't you think apple? Yeah. Bananas are popular globally. Oh, bananas. And stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. What do you the think banana about, war. What do you know about the banana republic? The banana war of eight, I mean, 18. <laughs> well, there was, a, there was a tally man and he the banana. Yeah, and it was like the company store. And, you, you know, and then the one guy said, hey, Mr. Tallyman, tally, tally me bananas. And did you know that a banana is not a tree, that it's actually a bush? What? 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 I know. See? See, I was that, and that caused a war right there when they found out they weren't trees. <laughs> they said, oh, no. We've Our got paradigm to, has shifted. We've got to end that. They'll never go back to the way they were. I ate a banana once that was grown inside a biosphere, too. Oh, you did? They actually yes. shared a whole banana. Well, um, I was a tour guide there for a little while, and we actually... Did you take it on the slide? No, well, before <laughs> they started giving tours of the inside of the place, uh-huh. it was only select people that got to go in, and the tour guides went on a guided tour of the inside, and there were bananas growing on a tree in there, so I snatched one off and did threw it... like chicken? No, and I threw it in my pocket... <laughs> which was kind of confusing. Yeah, that's like a joke. Wait, right. Yeah. And then, so on the way home, I remembered it and dug it out of there and I ate it. And you know what it tasted like? It tasted like a banana. Oh, it wasn't even special. Like no. It, I thought it was going to taste like biospherians. You know, the ones yeah, who were buried in there. Right. Their essence and the, the whole recycling. Go on, it was pristine. It's, it, it's so beautiful and pristine. And then you walk inside and it smells like the inside of an old converse in there. Ooh. It smelled bad. It smelled like basketball Jones. It's, yeah. It's, it smelled <laughs> like things deteriorating and degrading. 
Ooh, like coffin it's pillows. Terrible. Oh. It's, it smelled horrible in there. But that's nature. I mean, you have to have that rancid smell. That means that things are doing their jobs, right? One of my daughters the other day was telling me, I know it's wrong. I kind of really like the smell of the compost. <laughs> that's not wrong. Exactly. It smells loamy and alive. and It smells like, like spirit. Yeah. I drink this weird tea called Poor Tea. Ooh, what kind of tea? Cause it's like called Poor. P-U-E-R. H. Poor tea. Oh, I like seven blossoms tea. Oh, that's that's beautiful stuff. Yeah, But yeah. this poor smells you? like, when you first pour the water on it, it smells kind of loamy and grungy. And then when you taste it, it's sweet and loamy and grungy and oh, weird. It's crazy. It's good. Oh, man, Nick. Wait, I've had too much coffee, so... <laughs> Okay, we're going to go have, let's go have some breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. After show breakfast. Oh, well, here, I'll act like I'm reading a letter. Okay. Dear Nick, how was hosting your morning brew this morning? And then you can edit it and just put the rest of that in. (laughs) I was dancing. I was dancing. Did you see the sunset last night? It was hilarious. (laughs) Did you? I don't remember seeing the sunset. I didn't know that it did that in July. Oh, it was really funny. Yeah, there was blue and then what? Orange. I mean, that's the opposite of blue. Just boom. Together, living in harmony. And then the clouds, the rain was going one direction. And then in the background, the rain was going in another direction. So it made this funky chevron pattern of, of alternating wind currents. It yep. sounds like Mother Nature is really trying to express herself lately. Yeah, she's conflicted. Can, can we all talk for a second about bananas? How do you feel about bananas, David? One banana. Uh, when you get them from the store, they've feel like I feel, which is a little hard, and then eventually they loosen up and get nice and soft and delicious, and I like that, and I feel that bananas can end up past their prime. Bananas have this long history. They've caused war. There's the Banana Republic. They have caused humor. And the the (laughs) slippity-doo-dah of the banana, and plus there's this amazing sunscreen line. Sun, there's a banana sunscreen, <laughs> the banana boat, a fun activity in Rocky Point. If you're ever in Rocky Point, make sure you wear the life jacket because they will make sure you fall off the banana boat. And then there's, yes, we have no bananas. And then bananas in pajamas. Mm-hmm. Do you like Bananarama? <laughs> Alrighty. Well, enough about bananas. They're really effective in the hypoglycemic index, I hear. Maybe, they, maybe they're good, maybe they're bad. They're but high the, in potassium. They're good for bicycles. The, the debate rolls on. How, how are bananas good for bicycles? If you're riding a bicycle and your legs freeze up, if you eat a banana about 10 minutes before that, they won't do it. Oh, in case you get a Charlie horse. Yeah, it's something about potassium, I hear. See? Banana knowledge is constantly expanding, just like the universe. Not that I found a way to carry a banana on a bicycle. <laughs> okay. Um... Thank you and good night. <laughs> Hi, this is the Lonely Hearts Club. My name is Bridget and 
in the studio with Rylan. Hi, Rylan. Hello. So, Rylan, I've got this situation I was wondering you could help me with. What would the situation be? So, I'm going to be 40 years old soon, and I don't normally care about numbers or, or things like that. I mean, there were years where I would have a birthday and I would be wrong about how old I was because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it's happened before. I'd say, like, I don't want to be 27. Well, yeah. you're 26. Well, now 40's coming up. And that's, it's like a milestone, you know? It's a, it's, it's a place where you say, okay, well, by the time I'm 40, I will have figured out how to properly pluck my eyebrows. I'm going to really have it together, you yeah. know? But what's happening to me is I feel more and more like I'm not in control of my life. I feel like uh, everything I do is basically dictated or mandated by external circumstances. I don't yeah. feel you know, like a strong, free, independent person doing what I want to. And I have this weird rebellious streak happening where I want to like rebel and like prove to myself that I'm autonomous and I do what I want to, man, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like very similar to that. Yeah, because you're 16. Yeah, yeah. You know, for example, I really like the show Lady Dynamite and I just want to binge watch it. I just want to watch the whole show, but I can't because... My family life dictates so many things. My screen time is limited. and you got to schedule it in I if you want to take care I of it. I have to write it on the calendar. And even then, I'm only allowed to watch like two episodes at a time. You know. Yeah, you, can't, you don't have the time to sit down and watch all of it. But that's exactly what I want to do. But that's what do. you want to do. I want to stay up all night watching my favorite new show. Mm-hmm. And I can't. What do I do? How do I cope with this? What do you... What do you do with the frustrations of, because there's, there's, there's want to and there's have to. And it seems like as, I, as I'm growing older, my whole life is have to things. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. Because I'm going, I'm going through a very, very similar situation, except for like not as bad, I'd say. Oh, yeah? But yeah, there's a lot more like things that... It's mo- it's not like have to. It's more of like really should do, ought to, and should. That's like shaming. But I know that shaming then, yourself. Yeah, but then I know that that's gonna eventually turn into like have to. It's yeah, just the longer weird, you wait. There's like want to probably should, and then like I gotta do that. Like I gotta go to summer school. That's the thing that's gotta happen. And like I probably, I don't know. There's some should do's, and there's some like I want to do. A lot of the things I want to do, I can't control. Oh, man. What, there's no answer. Is that what you're no, saying? Yeah, there's no there's answer. There's nothing I can do for There's it. absolutely no answer. That's it? No one can answer. Game over? <laughs> it is over. <laughs> and it's weird because I want to think that there was a time in my life when I just did whatever I wanted. But I can't really, like, go back. There's never I, a time when... I don't think that that ever happened. There's I, definitely times when, like, you do more of what you want, but you can never do everything you, you want. There's always something that you got to do that you don't want to do. And so this is what drives people to do crazy things and to snap. Yeah. <laughs> All I want to do... That's why they break bad. Is watch my show. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain foods that I just want. I want to be able to cook dinner. But no, I'm not in control. I got to eat whatever's. And how, how do you complain about that? How can I possibly complain that when I come home from work, Sterner's already made my dinner 
I can't complain about what's on the menu. He made it. He made it. I should be grateful. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what kind of a person would I be if I said, oh, yay, hamburger helper. You cooked the casserole again. <laughs> we have to have hamburger helper all the time. Oh. <laughs> Can't we just have Fine, like get, a salad? I'll get my own duty. <laughs> Cooking duty. Dead, Dead guy, guy duty. duty. <laughs> Maybe it's time for me to get a better duty. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Thanks for, for the therapy session. Uh, do you have a letter to read for me? A letter? Mm-hmm. Do I have to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what everybody does. They read letters for me. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know which one to pick. Um, let me see. Rylan. Rylan. I see that you're eating a banana. And when you reached for the banana in the bowl, you said, I better have one of these before they're all gone. But I just bought bananas today, and there's like, a lot of them in the bowl, so I'm, immediately I wonder, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, I'm not a doctor by any means, so you probably shouldn't listen to me, but I have just heard around that all the bananas are dying because bananas are grown currently using a cloning process. So all the different banana trees are actually clones of, like, of each other. So they're all the same. And one fungal infection that is uh, wiping all of them out uh, the plants can't evolve to fight off the fungal infection what? since they're all clones. So all the bananas are going to oh, die. No. This actually, this happened in the 50s, and this is why banana-flavored, like, Laffy Taffy and, like, other banana-flavored, like, candies taste different than these bananas because it's a totally different species of banana. No, wait, wait, wait. And they bred a new one, and this is what new bananas taste like. Old bananas taste like So banana they're flavor. like Boba Fetts? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, so... What's the fungus? It might be a, I don't know, it might be a virus. He's eating a banana while he explains this. This makes it even more tragic. Bananas are really good. And you're telling me that you just say a banana's gonna die? Yeah. Eli. Yeah. What do you know about the banana thing? Um, all I know about bananas is that they have a very high (laughs) percentage of potassium. I'm not sure if, like, there's, like, if, I'm not sure if they're dying or not. It's probably just a rumor. I wouldn't listen to it. Okay, say, what, I mean, how many bananas did you buy at the grocery store? Um, just now, I just grabbed a bunch. They were just right there, easy. Like, how, like, how much count? Like, I think it was, like, ten bananas. Ten bananas, times that by, like, all the grocery stores in the world. We're not gonna run out of bananas. Yes, we are. Don't you understand? They have an expiration date. Have you ever noticed when I buy bananas, I put them in the bowl, what happens to them? Well, yeah, but, like, that that's when they're good to eat. Yeah, but Rylan's saying that the banana plants are dying. Bananas come from trees. Trees are plants. Last but... time I checked, trees were plants. <laughs> Duh. I could have said bushes, but I said plants. I wasn't wrong. We're talking about a life form that has square cells, okay? Yeah. It's got a fungus, and it's a clone of a thing. Look, I don't know. Eli, I don't want there to be a world without bananas. What am I supposed to do about it? You're the future. You should think of something. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. You know who doesn't make any sense? 
Dear Bridget, I used to be a Phoenician, but now I'm a Tucsonan. I noticed you don't have very many lawns around here. What's up with that? <laughs> Signed, uh, Kleenex and Phoenix. Well, you know, we don't have a lot of lawns because we live in a desert. Oh, that's right. Uh, and part of the reason that living in a desert causes people to not have lawns is that people finally began to exercise some of their intelligence. Now, Humans are not particularly smart when it comes to the environment. And at times, I think we may be, as a species, too stupid to survive. <laughs> uh, you know, we've tended to think about dinosaurs as something was wrong with them and they weren't smart enough or something. I think they, they learned how to fly, didn't they? Yes. Uh, but uh, humans, you know, well, like all creatures, you know, it, we're based upon the fact that that we're caught up in short-term contingencies. Now, there was a great psychologist at one time was asked, what's sort of the unitary definition of intelligence? And he said, the degree to which delayed consequences can gain control over our behavior. So let me quickly elaborate on Ooh, that. Yeah, that sounds Shor pretty heavy. Short-term consequences are like, you know, an earlier discussion, I mean, you can get high on cocaine, but the long-term consequence is not so good. Mm -hmm. So if your behavior is dominated, like many drug addicts, are dominated by short-term consequences, not long-term. Well, humans, not necessarily being drug addicts, but being consumer addicts, being addicted to their power to control nature through diverting water resources or digging up water that was buried in the earth for tens of thousands of years, began to be addicted to that control and feel like it was limitless, that we could live like this forever. Buckminster Fuller one time said, very few humans actually understand that the earth is round. Now, they say it's round because they learned it in school, but they don't act like it's round. They act like it's flat and goes on forever in every different direction. Very few people, such as airline pilots and open ocean navigators understand, yes, indeed, the world is round. But when you think about it as being round, you become, you understand that it's limited. I get dizzy limit. when I think about that. <laughs> and you, well, and you realize it's limited. There's only so much of it. We're just this little spot. White Way Orchestra, Dalek, and Luno. Hey, thanks for listening. It was a good time. Uh, see you next time on episode two, season two, or episode 12, what have you. Produced at KXCI, Tucson, Arizona.